0: were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy!
2: This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast.
0: Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
2: Hey, idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions with me. JMS. I'm your host and I'm a fucking idiot. That's why we're here. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're old to the podcast, welcome back. We had a little break, but now we're here. We're better than ever. And I'm so excited to be back If you have not already, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. It helps me out a lot. Love reading them. Love hearing from you. Love your feedback. I also have a Patreon. If you want to support the podcast a little more, you just really love what you're hearing. And the more support I get financially, the more I can focus my attention on this because I'll be less needing of outside bullshit. Patreon.com slash JMS comedy. You can do a dollar a month just to support the podcast. I will say the Patreon has shifted. Uh, For those of you who've been there for a while, love you, grateful for you, glad you're still there. You know it's been kind of like a chaotic mess of here's some videos, here's that. I finally decided what I want to do with it and it has become comedy and creative career development centric. So I just posted a video on the basics of comedy for anyone who is really looking to start and hasn't or is brand new to comedy it's a whole hour and a half of questions. I have another video on how to do the road. There's going to be lots more stuff coming up, talking about podcasts, social media, marketing, you name it, writing. And we do group writing sessions. And at the higher tiers, uh, I think my I had a, a very discounted special rate, and that is filled up. But we have... Uh, another rate that's a higher tier where it's more hands-on if you're working on a project and really want a side-by-side sort of coach walking you through that and helping you along the way. Uh but anyways, we're doing things like group writing. I've done full goal sessions. I'm really excited. Some I've already seen some success from doing these, which is telling me that uh I'm I'm going in the right direction with this stuff. I uh obviously stand up and comedy related things are always going to be my main focus. But after doing my Instagram talk about how to do the road, I realized, oh, I could help people. I enjoy giving this information. I enjoy helping people reach next level in their career. So though I can't do that in a giant capacity, why don't I do it in the small capacity? I can do it. So that's that. Uh, If that's something you're interested in, either for comedy or I have a couple other people who are doing non-comedy things, but in a creative way. And I'm helping them make goals, make plans. It's really like just sort of getting you organized and seeing the things you can't see for yourself more than anything else. Um, and there is some opportunity for punch-up if you directly want help with writing as well. Uh, get on over there, patreon.com slash JMScomedy. Also, you want to help yourself? NeuroGum. You know it. You love it if you've tried it. If you haven't tried it, it's caffeinated gum with B vitamins and L-theanine. Gives you focus. Without all the caffeine jitters you normally get, it's, uh, it gives you a balanced, focused energy. And you can get 15% off your first order at getneuro.com slash JMS. That's G-E-T-N-E-U-R-O.com slash JMS. So check that out. Uh, let me know how you like it. If you try it, uh, I love it. And uh, tour dates. Oh, uh, got some dates coming up. In, I'll be at Helium in St. Louis. I'm back since uh, for the first time since I recorded my album there, my number one album. So thank you, St. Louis. I'd love to see you out there again. You're a great crowd. St. Louis, April 8th and 9th. Uh, and then I'm, I'm not doing the road hardcore for a little while. I'm, I'm pulling back. I'm going to be in L.A., so you'll see me at the comedy store and all the clubs and, and alternative shows around town. And a couple California spots. I'll be Palm Springs, April 15th, Huntington Beach, April 16th, San Luis Obispo, April 20th. And in May, I'll be finally back in San Diego doing a headlining date. So more to come on that. Jmscomedy.com slash shows for that. Now, enough about me. Let's get to our guest. I... Got the exclusive interview on what the fuck happened with Shane from Love is Blind uh, from Dana Moon. This isn't about Shane from Love is Blind. This is about Dana Moon. But there was a rift. If you know Dana Moon, you know she's been doing killer impressions of him. There was a moment last week where there was some potential drama, which we do not have time for. Uh, like, as a general essence, like, I have no time for the drama. Obviously, we took time to talk about the drama. We had time for the drama. Is it drama? It's not. It was a tiff. but people want to know. People want to know questions. So I I, I sat down with my good friend Dana. I was like, what the fuck happened? Not only that, but you guys, if you've been listening for a while, you know Dana Moon. We've had her on a couple times. I don't know why I say we. It's me. Uh, but she's great. She's fun. So we had a lot of laughs, got into some woo-woo bullshit conversations like we always do. I say bullshit lightly. It's all stuff I like, talked about. Morning routines and sobriety and how that's helped her. And uh, we got into the nitty gritty of, dude, what the fuck just happened there? So that's enough about enough about what happened in this interview, and let's just hop to it. Check it out. Love it. Go follow her. Go check out her impressions of Shane and Shayna and a million other people in her characters. She's so funny. You're going to love her. It's Dana Moon. Hi, welcome to my podcast. Shut the fuck up, Dana. You guys... <laughs>
3: Cut and cut.
2: All right, hey idiots! I'm here with the biggest idiot of all, our favorite, <laughs> big, uh, big friend of the show, favorite guest of many of the listeners. Big, big, big friend. friend. My large friend. Big
3: flat feet friend of I, the show. I I had
2: to angle the phone I'm filming on so you couldn't tell that she's eight feet taller than me. Hi, my
3: feet are growing.
2: Your feet are growing. My
3: feet are growing. I'm calling
2: the police. <laughs>
3: I wear a size, they're size 11
2: now. How are they growing?
3: Because God doesn't like Do you me. have
2: a pituitary tumor? Oh, no, don't tell oh, me. Oh, no, no, I'm f- sorry. I'm How are your set. feet growing? How I come nothing no, but my waistline is growing?
3: No, my feet, um, like my old shoes don't fit me. They're tight on me.
2: What size were you?
3: Like 10. Okay. I was always, but I don't know, because I always used to wear like eight and a half sneaker and nine. I'd wear size nine. And then somebody told me that I was like, crunching your feet yeah and oh. i always had missing toenails so i thought this isn't how we. yeah <laughs> <laughs> missing toenails and you were like this is probably how
2: people's feet are all the time
3: this is not how we want to start the show
2: well it is how we've started the show you're disgusting uh you were just losing toes dude my grandma she refused to go up and choose she's like i'm not gonna she like there was yeah. so much vanity about like i don't have big feet i know her I feet mean- were like this by the end of her life okay. like just crunched over
3: I get it because I was made fun of. I'm the youngest in my family. My brother and sister would make fun of me for having big flat feet. And I would be like, no, they're not. I'm a size eight and a half. And my toenails would fall off because of it.
2: I thought well, I, I would also <laughs> run nine
3: miles. So I thought. Running oh, nine that.
2: Miles well, because it, it's rubbing against. It's, it's a combination of both. Probably.
3: I just thought because I was a long distance runner.
2: I think you want to go up it at least right. a half a size. If you in running shoes is what I've been told. When I ran a marathon one time and never ran again for the rest of my life. Yeah, you I remember you texted me, me. Imme- immediately after. Let's do it together next year. And I was like, you fucking bitch. I, I will never run again. You
3: inspired me.
2: I inspired you. I will you.
3: never run again. I, you inspired oh, me no. to do a half marathon.
2: And when did you do that?
3: I think the year after you did it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did the Halloween oh, I didn't half know. marathon. And I did it in under two hours, my first half marathon. I'm, I'm not very proud of myself for a lot of things, but for running a half marathon, I really am.
2: Oh, that I mean, yeah, no, I mean, a marathon. I was like.
3: Well, I would never run a full.
2: Well, a half Wouldn't a marathon, not, amateur hour, what do you? could not walk for five days? Yeah, I couldn't. I was in a wheelchair. <laughs> I literally <laughs> just laid in bed. <laughs> well, I mean, my parents happened to be in town, and they were taking a trip to Costco, so they pushed me out, around in a wheelchair. And my stepdad was like, she's handicapped. And I was like, okay, can we not? Your stepdad with the missing <laughs> finger. Yeah. He's like, she's handicapped. <laughs> pointing with his knob and I'm like <laughs> all right let's not point non-fingers here <laughs> all right who really who's who of people who are whose <laughs> limbs are messed the fuck up well this was before I knew I had rheumatoid arthritis so like the doctor's like oh running on concrete is the absolute worst thing you could possibly do Ooh. and I was like oh good to know now that I've just riddled my body but no
3: you didn't because you were young and bones grow back
2: I mean, your feet feet still growing. growing. They're like an old man's ears. What's going on? Is that a thing that feet still grow and nobody told me? Mine haven't.
3: Sorry, I keep sniffling. Um, I think if you get pregnant, you grow hair and you're. Are you pregnant?
2: No.
4: (laughs) I don't know why I started.
3: I like took over your podcast. You're like, hi, guys, welcome. And I'm like, I have big feet. I'm in
2: charge because I have the bigger feet here. <laughs> I'm a big woman. <laughs> I'm a big girl with big plans and big pants and feet. I have huge toes. It's mostly toes, honestly. Her foot is really, like, if you t- chopped off the toes, she's, like, a size two.
3: My ex had webbed feet.
2: No. And Was he a swimmer? No. I feel like we would have been good.
3: No. No. I've n- <laughs> Okay, I don't want to talk shit on web feet, but he never wore socks. And it was like, you have the toes of somebody that needs to be wearing socks all of the time. And I...
2: Or he has the self-love of someone who isn't going to let society oil. dictate the shoe size he wears to the point that his toenails are falling off.
3: Now I'm just thinking that.
2: Like a like full webbed?
3: Yeah, and now I feel like people are going to... Be like you're bullying yeah, people with webbed yeah, feet. yeah. I feel like I don't know why I just said that. I'm, like, regretting it. But also, at the same time, it's, like, I think it's Feet
2: a- is a thing, though. Like, some people are really put off by feet. And if you feet are...
3: gross me out in general. Like, my feet gross me out. Everyone's toes... You like, are entitled
2: to being disgusted by the things you're disgusted by. I'm don't let people take that feet, away from you. And
3: so, like, when I see them, men don't manicure their toes. And, like, we take care of our toes, and they look. we make them look cute. So he had,
2: like, a dirty frog foot. I mean... all right webbed feet people don't come after me you've made the joke about yourself
3: but he would always like do this with his toes
2: okay that's you can even can you even do that with your toes i'm trying to do it right now and i'm like yeah
3: yeah he could do that with webbed feet and so it was just (laughs) anyways
2: i wish they made like a musical noise (laughs) it was
3: very like creature-like he was very creature-like anyways why am i talking about him um
2: was this the ex from like millions of years ago no oh this is your most recent ex yeah but well of course, he had webbed feet. He's from another planet. Um, again, webbed feet, people. I am not attacking you. If you are listening to this and you have webbed feet, please message me and send me pictures of your feet, <laughs> and I will find you someone who will pay you a lot of money for them. I'm, right. I will you outsource mean? some foot. There is a g- lot of people who would pay a lot of money to look at your webbed feet. Don't ever yes. let someone stop you from living your truth. Yeah, I'm sorry. To that Man, if, if anyone listening is webbed foot, especially if there's a woman... Man, I would love to talk to you about like flip flops and like shoe culture and like how you've had to handle that. Anyways, that's not about what is shoe culture. I mean, I don't know. You know, when you're like shoe, (laughs) it's like cute shoes. You know, when like (laughs) you're growing up and you want to dress like all your girlfriends dress. Like we're all cute. And then like I don't know the insecurity of having to deal with that and how you overcome it and you're strong and you're beautiful. Hashtag whatever the fucking hashtag is. Very specific culture. Foot culture? culture, shoe culture. Let's get some shoes. Was one of the biggest. YouTube Honestly, videos shoes Jez, shoes gonna get some shit gonna get some shoes
3: remember he like did the muffin video oh that was like, like <laughs> is that a different guy no it's the same guy that was Blast the best muffin
2: blood,
3: blood. oh yeah got Palestinian
2: <laughs> I- uh, uh, Israeli conflict muffins
3: <laughs> what happened to him
2: I don't know. I'm scared to find we out. We gotta get him on the podcast. We do. Come on the podcast. Come on. The, like, do you like how I'm? <laughs> this is, this is podcast. Dana's podcast now. Dana's in charge. She's producing. Wait. Okay. Let's talk about your life. Let's talk about my life. What a fucking week you've had. And by the way, stop me if I say something you don't want to talk about. No.
3: Let's. I. Let's talk about all of it.
2: Because as anyone who has been following you knows, you've been doing these fucking incredible impressions of Thank Love you. is Blind characters. Love the show. Love your impressions more. Thank you. A lot of people, I think, went to the show because they saw your impressions. They're okay. like, I need to see who the fuck this is.
3: Netflix uh, honestly needs to pay me because I've had thousands of comments of people saying, I'm only watching Love is Blind because of
2: you. Yeah, There's Netflix. There's one video
3: that has 10 million views and like 20,000 comments, and all of them are, I'm watching the show now because of you. And I'm like,
2: can I get can some you, type of... Right. They should have you doing... They you know what they should do is pay you to do like how Chloe from who did too hot to handle and the circle does like the after show for too hot to handle now they should have you being like the after show oh, for I would
3: love that.
2: For like but then I would wrap-ups just, of every episode of Love is Blind.
3: Yeah, I would love that. Somebody else told me that and I need to actually research that because I I don't know what you're talking. I've never watched it so I don't know but
2: you never watched Love is Blind?
3: I've never watched, no, oh. the after show. Oh, me neither.
2: I just know it exists, so yeah. they have a bunch of them. And that would be, I mean, amazing. Although it feels like some of the cast members might not be too happy about it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Well, there is actually a lot of stuff that I don't even think I told you personally that's really funny. Um,
2: shake DM me. Did I tell you that? Shake DM'd you? Yes, I was just acting shocked. Okay, you did so tell there me was a lot. we're very good friends. Oh, I did tell you that. Okay. But you know who you haven't told: America and s- s- small parts of U.K. and Australia who listen, and one guy in the Middle East. Anyway, uh, and a small horde of Why people in South laughing? Africa, and one or two people in South America. I
3: keep laughing like an old man.
2: <laughs> and a few people in Tunisia, which I'm not sure if that's Europe or Africa, to okay. be honest. We digress. Okay, so okay, for those of you who don't know, little baby backstory. She has been crushing these impressions of Shane. And true to being a people pleaser, people are like, do more Shane. So you did more Shane. We're fucking comedians. We go like, oh, you want want me to dance? When they're like, clap, monkey. We clap.
3: Yeah, I mean, here's – let me just give you the rundown. I took the scene – First of all, I took the scene of Shane getting the Natalie's name wrong and Shayna's name wrong because it made me laugh out loud. And I, I mean, it made
2: all of us laugh out loud the when we watched it initially. We're like, what in the fuck?
3: so funny. And the producers are obviously messing with him. And yeah. I was just like, this is a funny sketch. And I made it in like 15 seconds. I filmed it on my floor in my living room and then posted it and then realized how much people liked it. And I was like, oh, I should like reenact Shayna and Shane." whole scene and I'll do it. Like I'll put more effort into it and I'll,
1: I'll film.
2: It yeah. And, and, and for those of you who like just get on TikTok or Instagram and scroll and don't, and like have these favorite creators, just so you know, a lot of what they do is when people like something, they go, Oh, I should do more of this. They go, Oh, the algorithm responds to this video. People like this video. Mm-hmm. I'm a content creator who makes a living off of content. Maybe you don't make a living off of content. You don't make any money off but whatever they make. We, we get work because we get discovered through our content, whatever. Let me do more of this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that absolutely makes sense to me.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, sorry, I'm chewing ice right now, which is like.
2: Really great for a podcast. So gross. So professional. Honestly.
3: It's 2022. No one's professional anymore. Okay. um, Thank God. So I reenacted the scene and then every single comment was like, oh, my God, Shane at the baseball field oh, my God, do Shane's wedding. Oh, my God, do Shane and do whatever. He's funny.
2: People loved it because he's, he's people loved me. him in the show. And they're like, oh, my God, look at this girl doing this kooky guy.
3: Yeah. And so I, like, could turn my face into him.
2: Which is so funny. Which is so weird. I didn't even and as to someone do with almost no lip, I do find it a little offensive. I'm just kidding. But I got Gary Busey mouth all day.
3: Let's do it at the same
2: time. How do you? Because you have, like, full lips. Does that hurt you? I have. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, Anyways, I want to do a Shane impression so bad, but I'm giving it a break because... Anyways. So, (laughs) all of the Shane videos go viral. I did, like, um, Shana videos, too. Those Those were great. And Shana's reposting it and DMing me, and we're, like, messaging, and she's loving it, and...
2: That's great. You're like, this is literally social media making friendships. Shane
3: finally responds to me, and... I, I DM'd him, do you want to collab? When he responded, um, which I thought this was so funny and so Shane, he was like, you're so wild. I hated you at first, but now I appreciate it. Your videos are funny. Let's make magic.
2: Okay. So, like. We exchanged numbers. We, like, So, it's, FaceTimed. like, cool, very positive, very, like, awesome, let's do this. He
3: had, like, ideas that he wanted to do that were really funny. I pitched him ideas on FaceTime, and, like, he loved them. He was laughing out loud, and. I you guys would. were literally FaceTiming? Yeah, we FaceTimed twice.
2: Yeah, like on the phone FaceTimed. Yeah. That's I, like I, outside I, of DMs FaceTiming. Look, I
3: felt like we were actually becoming friends. Look, I
2: made up a whole story in my head because he's absolutely your type of guy because he's chiseled and goofy. Like you like men who literally you would bring to a party as a date and people would be like, my God. it's wait, the, the man wait, is wait, on wait, the wait, ceiling wait, wait,
3: again. Wait, 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 what? My type is facial hair biceps and silly
2: yeah silly like
3: that's so funny I, why don't you just
2: date a buff clown <laughs>
3: <laughs> honestly where are they Who no cats? but
2: like okay so sorry i put up put that out there but i was like <laughs> you guys could be Shayna, that'd be your couple name how ironic whatever I mean, that's
3: funny though we filmed something together um we were messaging all weekend he was messaging me asking for my tiktok advice he was so nice he kept calling me like tiktok queen hey tiktok queen and
2: he called you tiktok queen
3: yeah he would ask me advice on videos and i would be like that's super funny and i would send him videos idea video ideas that i had for him he would love them and so he
2: was literally by the way i just want to emphasize this yeah literally getting you to do what you do for a living for free for him of course and i I and happy to to do it but i just want people to know by the way. You are a creative consultant in that manner. You know what I mean? Like my you,
3: friend who uh, works in producing was like, do not give that information away for free. You need to charge. And I was like, he's a friend of mine. Like, I've he's made, my buddy. I'm happy to help. Yeah, my f- I was like, I was like, also, I've made so many like I've impressions impression of him. Of it's him the least I can do. And I felt like, OK, I kind of went a little too hard on like his character out of the whole cast. But that was only because of people liked <clears> it. People really wanted it. And so anyways.
2: So he, that's what. by the way, what happens when you're the breakout star of a cast is people are going to talk about you more than other members. And he so. mentioned that
3: when we were on the phone. He was just like, like, what are you like obsessed with me, Dana? And I'm like, yeah, I'm obsessed with you. Like, obviously. Yeah, you're also obsessed
2: with an imaginary woman named Diane.
3: <laughs> Which is a character I do. What? Uh, Dirty Diane, shout out. But anyways. Um, Dana's
2: obsessed with Im- with impressing the people of the internet
3: long story short I'm making this story really long um but I just want to tell I just want to tell the positive side of everything because then what happened on Friday was like so out of left field and um he oh god our last exchange was he when he's coming to LA and me gathering details for us to shoot shoot. content and i had a director and i was like looking into studios and i had really funny ideas like really funny ideas can i I, i'm i can talk
2: about them talk yeah either you're not gonna do them so like tell everyone what the ideas were that he by the way was up for
3: shane he was down down yeah these were his favorites it was shane well i'm wondering if i should say it because what if we end up shooting it i don't think i'll ever work with him
2: no, um, you're not. You can't work with someone who would do that to you, because he Shane? absolutely like threw you, tried to throw you under a bus.
3: By the way, I keep doing his eyes during this podcast.
2: <laughs> I think those are just your eyes.
3: Shane marrying Shane was one idea.
4: That's and then hilarious. Shane
3: doing dirt, the dirty dancing. I've had the time with Shane? of my yeah. And That's him, so him funny. Throwing me up dressed as Shane. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's so funny. And he
3: loved it. He loved it. And then. Um, it's like,
2: did he. Was he like pretending to love it and just being like, ha-ha, but not fine? Like, we'll never know because then he posts this Instagram story. So I woke up and saw it and was like,
3: <sighs> You called me. My sister called me and my sister was hysterical. She was like, Dana, you've been canceled. You haven't I'm been
2: canceled. A bully in the
3: ADHD community. And like. Is that what
2: his disability is, ADHD?
3: No, he's never come out and said, he's never said anything.
2: Let he's, me just say this. He's just,
3: he's using mental health t- for a trigger word to get people to like come and like attack you
2: because as someone with ADHD, let me tell you this. I'm differently abled. I'm not disabled. And yeah, I could take some offense to some people like disregarding my ADHD and thinking I'm like lazy or etc. There's a million things, but like to, to, to weaponize that is wild.
3: Well, Also, the whole thing was just, like, I thought his Instagram got hacked. I texted him because our last text conversation was, like, pleasant. Yeah, you literally
2: messaged me and were like, I think his Instagram got hacked because it was such a flip.
3: It was such a flip, and even the tone in, like, his DM that he sent me was not him, and it sounded like somebody took... Anyways, so he just blocked me on phone, blocked me on Instagram, and then... I had a ton of my whole inbox was just people being like people bullying bullying." you about bullying. Yeah, they're like you fucking horse bully bitch. You're not even that funny. And then this one girl. Oh my God. This is really funny. This one girl was like, how does it feel to be bull? Stop bullying this man. How does it feel? And then she kept sending me side by side pictures of like me and then like an animal. And it was I was like. She's like, how does it feel? And I go, honestly, this is like pretty funny. And like, I'm impressed with your creativity. Like, <laughs> I don't feel bullied. Like, what animal? I want to know. There, it was like a beach. It was me laying on a rock and then like a lizard that's in the so same funny. position. And it was really funny and like very creative. And I was like, I'm not hurt or upset. Like, I don't mind it. Like, do you know, Yeah, what you're mean? like, it's like, silly. I'm Also,
2: I'm a public figure. So if you want to make fun of me, make for ahead. that's part of being a public figure
3: go ahead do impressions of me like i and that was another video i pitched for shane of me doing an impression of him and him walking in and being like how do you like it and i'm a girl i'm single and i
2: look at me i'm Dane, i have big feet yeah look at my big old feet his feet i was
3: like (laughs) let's make fun of me for how much i've made fun of you let's like flip it and my whole goal was to like let's do videos that like make you look good and
2: and just are silly and because
3: yeah, I, I thought like everyone was getting on board, by the way, everyone was getting on board.
2: Like, well, because we, when you know, he posted the video you guys did together, I, funny. yeah. And all the comments were like, I love how much of a good sense of humor you have about everyone,
3: this. Everyone, and there were, everyone was so positive on his page. And like, yeah, I mean, there were a couple people that were just like, whatever, not into me. And like, I get that. But at the same time, it's like, were
2: they women who think that by saying we, that we don't like her? This was what astounds me is that like, and let me just go ahead and say this as someone who has been in the comments of John Mayer's post before, they're not going to fuck you. <laughs> He's not going to marry you because of your <laughs> funny comment. He's not going to go. This woman is the woman I've been looking for. Cause she said, how dare this other person or agreed with me mm. now comment on stuff. Cause you want to participate in it, but bitch I've been there.
3: Yeah. I mean, he texted me after that video and was like, Oh my God, everyone's loving this. Like I'm, he, he just wanted to come off and what he wanted to do after the show is kind of like flip his own narrative and because the show himself, made him
2: look a li- like it didn't. It, but it,
3: then when he posted that Instagram story against me, I feel like everyone was like, whoa, he's gaslighting you. It
2: validated the way he behaved on the show and where then he, everyone
3: was like, well, how was he treating Natalie?
2: Is yeah. That, we still and, don't know what he said to her. The big thing that was like, she can't forget it. He gaslit Shayna, and it's like, dude, He's Self-reflect, a- man.
3: Yeah. yeah, he's a mess, and I honestly just, like, we can move on after this, but I, um... Well,
2: he I, he could have... He, he could have redeemed
3: himself, and he just... Who he was on the show is obviously who he is, and... And
2: that's... And hopefully he figures it out.
3: Hopefully he figures it out. Do you he think... Does, he does have a good heart. He seems like he has a good it's heart. It's just something
2: obviously triggered him, and it made him flip a switch.
3: And... which is which
2: happens if you have trauma if you have ptsd if you have mental health stuff and that is completely valid
3: we all have trauma i have so i have so much trauma like this is i've been working on myself for like 10 years and but here's i get it you know but
2: here's a big thing i've learned in working on myself same thing i've been fucking i'm right we're self-help nut jobs you got like you gotta suck up the shame and awkwardness of approaching the person who's making you feel uncomfortable if it makes you feel uncomfortable and address them directly. If you really are trying to have
3: which I wish he did
2: trying to have constructive growth. And, it,
3: and if he thought that I think he what I really think happened was that he saw my um, post about the newsweek article and the the slides that i added were old videos that i
1: filmed
2: and maybe he hadn't seen them
3: he hasn't seen those videos and i think he was like oh my god she told me she wasn't gonna film any more videos and she did and so
2: well and it's also i could see if like you're really trying to change and seeing this like impression of you from the show where like you were angry and you acted out and you go no i don't want it's also obviously looking at a caricaturized comedian's impression of you is not looking at yourself, but it's not fun to like look at ourselves and have to go, oh maybe here's where I right. didn't act as 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 well as I wish I would have.
3: But it creates great TV.
2: Great TV. Great TV. If people always acted as good as they should have, television would be garbage.
3: Reality TV would be garbage. Reality TV would suck. Okay. God so bless people
2: who let themselves go off the handle.
3: I and when I texted him, I was like, hey, like, can we talk on the phone? I don't understand your story. And he he obviously didn't get it because I was already blocked. But I was like, if you're upset over the videos and the slides that I posted, like, first of all, I I removed it. I took it down. And it's from an old video that I did. Like, I'm not actively making any videos, like, without you. And I told you. And so I I just wish he would have, like, messaged me directly. Because, like, all of the hate I'm getting is everyone being like, leave him alone. And it's like, I'm, I actually haven't made any Shane videos in three weeks. So, like, it's so annoying to keep getting those messages because it's like I have stopped doing it. Like, I'm going to do – people want more love is blind stuff, and I have a funny Natalie video that I want to put out there, and that's going to be my next video, and I think after that I'm going to be done. But um, Till season three. <laughs> just yeah, no, I mean, I, I just feel like I – I've ran my course with the videos like on my side. It's like I've done. I know people want more, but to me, it just feels like it's getting played out. Well, and you don't you also
2: don't want to be the love. Like, that's just a thing you did This is a small chapter in your repertoire of things. You don't want to be. Oh, the love is blind girl.
4: MIDI clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. Ninety-one percent of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Right, and so I also
3: like I'm watching. I don't know why I get so much inspiration from Netflix, like Netflix shows and Netflix documentaries. They're great shows. They have great characters.
2: They have great real people on them. Yeah, and I really um, interesting people.
3: So, anyways. Um, to put a bow on all of this is that I wish there was just more communication. I feel like none of this would happen. And for people who are like concerned that I'm like after, like that I, it's like I haven't made a video in three weeks. I'm not going to make any more Shane videos. Like I know some people really still want it, but um, look, I know you I don't have the energy to deal with these like really negative comments of people like saying awful things to me. And it,
2: Kind of By the way, jumping to their own conclusions about him to attack you.
3: And it kind of does. I mean, I know I shouldn't be reading them, and I don't really read a lot of them, but.
2: Yeah, he's fucking, you'll die.
3: But anyways, I, look, I'm not doing comedy to, like.
2: Hurt people. Yeah,
3: I'm doing comedy to make people laugh. So I am going to take, if the general consensus is, like. Well,
2: it's also if the this, person, Shane, has had directly gone, like hey can you not do this and you kept doing it that would be different
3: right so so yeah so I I mean I you know I still or he them. said
2: to you that he has mental health issues or no, hey no. it really feels like you're going after me because of things that I can't control because of my ADHD that would be a different conversation but the conversation didn't happen no and frankly I know you're not going to agree with me on this but I have a lot to say about a white man weaponizing mental health to try to ruin a woman's career uh, but we won't go there and you don't agree with me and that's not what we're saying it but it's like
3: very Attacking like
2: he has three times the amount of followers. No, a hundred times, ten times the amount of followers as you. You had forty something thousand. He had forty eight eight thousand. Like you knew what you were doing when you when you tagged you. Yeah,
3: but it felt it felt. I don't know if I can say this, but this is what I feel in my heart. Is it felt like a woman is getting successful using my likeness and i'm not okay with that like, like i'm, not, I'm o- not okay with a woman succeeding succeeding
2: while i'm not
3: it felt like a gender thing
2: it did it did feel like if you were and there's no way for us to know but like i haven't haven't seen any hot heat about any men who have been impersonating him and if you think there's none that's absolutely insane yeah i'm just saying
3: i got the newsweek article came out and my name was was in 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 it with his and it was just like and it's like oh
2: now you're actually successful yeah. and it, by the way it's
3: It felt very much like threatening masculine. I I don't know. I just we'll just leave it at that.
2: Yeah. Well, it's also the we'll wrap up. But the thing that in his post that he said about like making money off of something like you guys people don't get paid for Newsweek articles. No, it wasn't an exclusive interview where someone got paid. I make
3: money off of my videos, but I don't make a
2: a A living. Yeah, you're like yeah, like side income. Yeah, pennies, and and then the views add up to, like, a little bit of money. It's like side cash.
3: Well, okay, so— Because
2: people watch them, because people view them. It's not like you're getting paid to make things that nobody wants. You get paid by the views, and people keep viewing your shit. So, Shake dm do This was after the post of Shane, who, by the way, just for anyone who doesn't really have clarity on this— Shane had posted just so we're clear he posted a thing accusing after all of their like friendship building uh, Dana of bullying and then by the way he erased it before it was done and that to me is like were you in a manic episode and I don't mean that lightly like what's going on here
3: so shake goes sorry you have to deal with crybaby Shane he's just doing it for attention (laughs) Um, he goes he threw me under the bus we were friends until the reunion he uses people I blocked him I'm telling you everyone in the cast is a snake a snake and I go uh I mean you did come across super douchey at the reunion yeah I'm I'm so glad you
2: said that you he came across terrible
3: yeah he goes I don't even care and then he goes it was a hostile environment how about you settle the score in my podcast and then I just stopped responding and he goes you can do an impression of me after
2: Oh, good. More men giving you permission I, to do impressions.
3: Thank God. And I God. said, um, yeah, but can I roast you on your own podcast? And he said, yeah, I would like that.
1: But i
2: But then not. if you do, he's going to turn around and be like, oh, she attacked me for my like, issues. Sorry. I I'm would, triggered.
3: I would, um. <laughs> Honestly, I would go on his podcast and just be really mean to him the whole time because I don't like him, but then I <laughs> but then I was thinking about it and I was like, "Well, what's the point of that?" And I was like, "Well, I can say everything to him that like every woman wants to say for how shitty he was." That's true. But then it just felt too negative and I'm like, "I don't want to be giving into like the negativity. And then I'm sure he just wants to keep talking about Shane and make yeah. himself look better. And I was, just or like, use
2: you. Yeah. Use you to like, look
3: And I, to me. I'm just like, I want to just, I'm going to move on to like, I'm going to find another Netflix show. <laughs> move, I'm moving on to a new
2: cast. Move like, over uh, bad vegan in the house. All right. Like if we've I had get enough
3: voice down, then I'll, I'll then it's like,
2: over for you. Hoes.
3: Dude. Uh, Sarma and bad vegan is like, this is this documentary makes like the Tinder swinder. Look, good
2: man it's
3: really cr- it's insane and it's very repetitive and so she plays are the sometimes. victim and she's just like so anthony asked for sixty thousand dollars and i just had to give it like she acts like anytime he asked her for money like it's like he had a gun to her head when he didn't that's and weird it's, it's infuriating to watch but um anyways her voice is very like there's also nothing funny about her, and I get really inspired by people who actually make me laugh, and she yeah. doesn't make me
2: laugh. No, sometimes people are just too boring. So I don't – That I'm was gonna... what's great about Love is Blind is all of those people, even when they were, like, quirky or were seeing, like, oh, maybe not the best side of them. They're very, very like, fun and funny. They're all very funny. Are right? you going to do other – you're done. Okay, I was going to say you're going to do other characters from the show. I was no. like – um, They were just really fun to watch. It's, like, real people who are kooky Ooh. characters. Jesus, was that your neck? Yeah, did you hear that? I don't know if they heard it on the mic, but I heard it. My God. Get that stress out. Oh, did you hear it? Uh, Yeah. That is. You are a bro.
3: I love those crack videos. The chiropractor.
2: Oh, I hate that shit. I always think they're going to die. I'm like, this is the one where they die. This is they snap their neck.
3: I know. The neck thing is a little too far, but. um.
2: Even when I went to a chiropractor, I was like, they're going to snap my neck. I'm going to, this is, I, every time they were like, okay, we're going to do the neck. I was like quietly going, I accept death. I'm ready to die. (laughs) Instead of I'm going to be free of pain, which I would have been if I died. That's
3: why I'm scared of going to the chiropractor.
2: Let's talk about this. You're a sober person.
3: Yeah. Nice segue.
2: Yeah. And you, in the past, you used to drink. Uh, Yeah. So I'm wondering when this situation happened, not to keep harping on the, one little it's literally such a flash in the pan and you got more fans out of it in my opinion than you did enemies or enemies people who are bored on the fucking internet like (laughs) log off deborah i am
3: (laughs) what's the tinder swinders real name
2: i don't even know i haven't seen it why don't you do impressions of him talks
3: about enemies oh my god
2: enemies got a lot of enemies
3: well i just missed a perfect joke opportunity because i forgot his name but continue
2: but you guys get where she was going um (laughs) Obviously, you, I'm the only one who said they're enemies. I'm a crazy person, uh, openly. Um, that had to be, like, very anxiety-inducing. You had this person you think is your friend or becoming a friend. Becoming you're a friend. trusting. You're going to work with them. And you don't – you are very guarded with your time. You don't give your work time to people that you don't think is worth your time. You don't give your personal time to people, in my opinion. Thank you. She's never picked me up from the airport. Um, <laughs> I never will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so you know, you making time for this person, you're starting to make plans for like doing content with this person. That's a big deal for you. And I then all of the a like, sudden, I was hiring directors. Yeah, you're like go- gonna go out of pocket to make stuff yeah, with this guy. I was, like
3: whatever it costs. Like I'm.
2: Let's I'm, do it. I'm it's worth it. I'm
3: buying baby.
2: Like this will be. It's worth building this working yeah. relationship, friendship. And to A, have that just suddenly go away. To have, like, bad enough if someone just went, I don't want to do it anymore. But then to have someone turn on you and, like, right. go a 180, how dare you, and send people after you.
3: So did you, did, did I want to drink?
2: Yeah, and how did you handle it?
3: um That's such, that's such an interesting question. I, um, I did not want to drink. Wow. But I don't ever, like, I don't have a desire to drink now because I'm three and a half years sober. Woo woo. so the obsession of alcohol is lift was lifted after like six months um six months to a year what I do is I want to numb so like I don't want to drink but I just I'm like sitting there being like oh my god I have so much anxiety like is there something so else I can fear. do like I I don't want to feel well isn't all.
2: that sometimes what drinking is for though mm-hmm. yeah so, so you're like, like I'm not trying to reach for a glass but yeah. I am trying to reach for a different solution or right. I or I'm craving doing that
3: yeah it's interesting because I I felt after like the initial shock of everything and I I had to get off the phone with a couple people because they were so high stress over it and it was too much and you're like this is I was
2: okay and now you're making it worse
3: honestly it's like I this is so preachy but it's like my morning routine is so special to me and it grounds me so much that I'm able to kind of deal with really crazy stuff and uh You know, I'm still, like, I have that, like, addiction to chaos. So, I feel like part of me was, like, ooh, this is chaotic. This is crazy. These messages are psycho. Lean in. Yeah, yeah. My addiction was, like, crazy. I love it. Chaos. Let Um, me ride the roller coaster. But then there there was a part of me that was, like, because um, I wake up in the morning. And this morning routine has changed my life. So, that's why I'm going to talk about it. But the first thing I do, I don't look at my phone.
2: Ever? In the morning? When I
3: first wake up, I don't look at my phone. I go to my I um put in my headphones I'll do a 10 minute or 20 minute meditation and then I'll pray immediately after and then I get up and clean and make coffee wow and I just like it's crazy what that does and my prayers are always like to get out of myself yeah right? it's like relieve me of the bondage of self and I swear because I've been so adamant about this like Crazy shit like this doesn't knock me on my ass anymore because I feel like
2: it's all gonna suppo- pass. Yeah, it's you feel all gonna supported. pass. And I feel
3: so supported, and I feel like okay. I know this feels like uh this is not serving me right now, but there is it. It will all make sense. Yeah, and, and this is universe- not. Yeah, the world like,
2: is not ending.
3: No, and I just feel like I feel really supported by the universe which is just like it's such an that's such an LA thing to say yeah (laughs) my god
2: but oh I feel I love it it. so when
3: crazy shit happens I'm like there's a there's a picture that's bigger than me that maybe I don't need to understand right now but I know this is all working out for me and like maybe this is a blessing that I'm not working with this person yeah maybe it's the universe
2: keeping you from making a mistake or
3: so I'm just gonna like maybe this is this person's not supposed to be like in my orbit at all and so I'm being blessed and maybe I need to I, I don't know what the lesson is but um, but it
2: is it's just interesting that you just even looking at it as like a universal redirection of like because you probably would have invested a lot of time into money. working with this person yes. and the universe is like oh actually that's not what you're supposed to be doing
3: no and so that I really felt like this didn't really knock me on my ass like it was I had a really awful morning and then, like as the afternoon and the evening commenced, everything just like lifted, and you were able
2: to just like breathe it out and let it go. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful.
3: Yeah, but honestly, it's cause like being sober has just changed my life. And not to be preachy, but I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for um, sobriety and and not using and drinking and the way I've been able to grow and evolve as a person and. Just to be a better human and to be a better friend and then also to be a better performer and creator
2: is yeah. insane. No, that's – I mean, that's amazing. And just to be able to, like, let things go and not ruin them, let like, let it, like, take over your day or your right, focus. Right,
3: I'm addicted to the chaos and I'm also addicted to, like, control. And I like to act like I can orchestrate, like, my life. And I and love you, to you take can't. people's inventory. Like, if I didn't have it, like – if I didn't have a program and like a spiritual foundation left to my own devices, like I'm a straight up lunatic. Like you would see me on love is blind being like, I, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like that's why, why don't I you want to be with me? But it's like I can channel these characters because I'm also, I also have that.
2: Yeah. You're like, I that
3: also is know what it's like to be like, you feel like every, you want to control and you like your ego. It matters so much. And, Honestly, it's just like I have that craziness inside of me. If I'm not constantly working on it, like yeah. I want to take your inventory, I want to take. Oh, that's, that's what's what's wrong with
2: everyone else, but not Dana.
3: Oh my God, I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. I love to take other people's inventory, and I now I've gotten so good at it where like I feel myself starting to do it, and I go, "Ugh, none of my business." And also, I, I love that. God. Like, I, I literally go, I'm not, go- what am I doing? It's,
2: what's, what uh, What could I possibly do with that information?
3: Uh, yeah. uh, we're all trying our best. Like, who cares if somebody uh, annoyingly taps their foot like a, si- like, why am I, ta- oh, what's wrong with them? They didn't meditate this morning. That person's really tapping their foot. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, where so you just, like,
2: catch little things, and you're catch like, little things and boy, like they're really messed up, and you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should get that. I mean, look at, imagine me. on fire, and you're like, look how crazy I haven't even brushed my hair. I'm like, what a slob that person is. <laughs> Let me just for like fun. No, never mind. That's not fun. I was going to be like, if you if you were still drinking, do you think you would have handled that completely differently? Do you think it would have been like a complete spiral?
3: Oh my god. Or do you think you
2: would have just drunk yourself to sleep and woken up and been like nothing happened?
3: Um I don't even know. I don't even know because my drinking became so um controlled towards the end that or it was just
2: like a quiet personal thing.
3: It was very, yeah, it was like, no, actually, the last month of my drinking, I was I was drinking every single day. I'm off the
2: deep end.
3: I don't to
2: know what I do. To a pool of beer.
3: <laughs> I would probably be, I would probably like take Xanax and drink wine. Yeah. yeah. And just,
2: yeah. yeah, and be just fucked up. And you didn't. And you got through it. And you're, you're crushing it. You're living it.
3: Thanks. You're
2: crushing it. I am crushing it. I got the exclusive interview with Dana Moon. Take that, Newsweek.
3: People are asking me when I'm going on tour and I'm like I honestly don't have any tours planned and I
2: do you even want it what's your what's your what is your relationship with stand-up now people want to know um, by people I mean me I don't know what other people are asking that's funny because you're like crushing all these characters online and I'm like are you even do you want to go more that route do you still want to do stand-up as much
3: I, you know what I've been doing like a couple shows in LA and I just have more fun, like, when I go to San Diego or when I go to, like, Palm Springs and do stand-up, I have have a little more fun on stage than being in L.A., but. That's,
2: I mean, L.A. is, um, can be very rough.
3: I don't need that validation from stand-up like I used to. Yeah. I know we've talked about this, so the desire to get on stage every night multiple times a night is not there anymore.
2: Do you think some of that comes from your own, like, work on, like, self-love and, like, you're not trying to, like, everybody love me all the time?
3: I literally had to get on stage every night and get laughs for validation. And if I didn't, if I bombed a mic, I would go to another mic. If I bombed that mic, I would be A junkie. I, I, I was a drug addict. Oh, yeah. No, same. I would sometimes do five mics in a night. And then my fifth, fourth or fifth mic, this is when I first started stand-up. You guys are like, she's been doing it 10 years and she's still doing five mics. in a like, no. Um, <laughs> I, I, like my fourth or fifth mic, I would have a really good set. And then I would be like, I feel worthy to live on this earth.
2: Pets. Like, I, I just
3: I, – I would get all of my self-worth and validation getting on stage. And you would had to do well.
2: I and love it. I had it. to do well. And uh, I put so
3: much pressure on myself. And so now sucks. I don't need that anymore. And so now my stand-up is so much better because I don't need the validation. And You're in it. You're, like, to, present. Yeah. And I don't have to kill it. And, and it's really transformed in a really cool way. And I'm a lot more honest. And I still love it. It's so much fun. But – Right now, I just I'm getting really methodical about my long term career. I love that. And stand up is not serving me long term right now to focus my energy on. So I I love that.
2: Um, I want. I mean, I just love that you are recognizing that. Yeah,
3: and I and I. uh, What's growing you? Yeah, I want to focus on like what's growing my fan base, what's growing my audience, what's going to generate more money. Because stand up, I don't know if a lot of people know this, doesn't pay anything I,
2: I mean know. it does if you but it pays almost nothing no.
3: no I mean it pays when you're like Sebastian Maniscalco yeah when you're um,
2: Bill Burr. it's very hard to make a living doing stand-up it's I hard mean, it's no, hard to make any money doing stand up
3: so my goal is that I'm gonna just Pour all of my time and energy into content, into characters, into creating a big audience, so that I can do the tour I want to do.
2: Yeah, like bring that on the stage instead of just yeah. straight stand-up.
3: Yeah, and I did some cruises. I love that. Um, I had a ton of fun. I did a uh, cruises in December, yeah. and it was pretty depressing, but also <laughs> very fun when I was on stage. But people are like, "Oh, you get a free cruise! This is amazing!" And it's you're like, like "You're
2: alone on a cruise ship."
3: I'm like, "This isn't amazing. Like, I don't know anybody here. Like, I'm alone." I don't have anybody to eat breakfast with. Like you guys are all here with your family and
2: yeah, like if you were with a friend, that would be different. Yeah,
3: and it's like it, this isn't a free cruise. Like I'm working every day. I'm writing. I'm tr- I'm coming up with jokes that I'm like, yeah. I think people are gonna like because you have to. I'm in period. an office
2: on a sea, surrounded by people <laughs> inhaling a buffet.
3: So anyway, so I did like Dirty Diane on stage. Um, I had the most fun. I did 30 minutes of Dirty Diane. I love it was, that. It was better than Dana stand up. <laughs> Do you worry about becoming Larry
2: the Cable Guy with Dirty Diane? I don't care. You'd love to do that.
3: Look, I have no ego about this, uh, about comedy anymore. Like, what I care about is I want to create, I want to make a living, and I want to make people happy. Yeah, I love that. And it's, like, whatever form that comes in, if, like, I'm Dirty Diane and that's it, like, okay. Like, you know, if I'm, like, cleaning refrigerators... Okay, I don't know. Okay, no,
2: that's not it. No, um, I don't know why I
3: said that.
2: <laughs> that's not even on the table. That's a crazy thing to say. But
3: no, I'm just saying, like... Um,
2: can I hire you to clean my refrigerator?
3: <laughs> I think I just want to clean your fridge. Can I do that after the podcast?
2: Okay, sure. <laughs> I, I'll I let really
3: you. I have a cleaning refrigerator fetish.
2: That's so sick, honestly. My God.
3: I'm, t- I'm joking, obviously, people. I don't know. This
2: is the most disgusting thing you've ever done. Of all the things.
3: Um, No, anyways, I... But Point being is that, like, stand-up is super fun. Stand-up's always going to be there. It's just not my focus right now.
2: That's great. It's good to, like... And I think so many people flounder not putting their energy into uh, the right places. Yeah. Trying to make things that are maybe barely floating float. And that doesn't mean it's never going to be there. It's like, okay, well, if something else is rising right now, why wouldn't I lean into that?
3: Totally. And I felt it before the pandemic. I felt very stagnant and stand up and I felt like wow people really love like my characters and my sketch work and I I put a little bit of effort and I get a major response and it's like I was putting so much effort into the stand-up and just not getting and it st- felt like
2: a wheel like turning yeah like, and
3: I just felt like okay like I, I, I'm gonna I'm, I gotta switch it up
2: and that's great a lot of people don't take the time to realize that or like Especially if it's in something you would just enjoy doing, or you have attached so much of your I- identity to, like refuse to right. relinquish any. And it's like,
3: but the crazy, it does thing- You can
2: be it. You can be a f- comedian. You can do funny shit for a living, and it not look the way you thought it was gonna look too. That's right. the other and thing. And I
3: feel like the minute I gave up this idea of stand up being the end all be all, my stand up got better like times a million. Oh yeah, and it's really fucked up how that works because it's like. My stand up from two years ago versus like I look at old clips and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, I get
2: it. It's like the irony that like it's like I was
3: on stage with like two bald fists. Just like the energy just wasn't flowing. Like, please laugh at my bits. It was so it's so psychotic. And I kind of want to take down like all of my I don't have a lot of stuff on the Internet posted because I like I'm very protective of my stand up.
2: Yeah, me too. I'm
3: I hate posting it.
2: I've been posting, like, the very shitty quality video recording of my album, and it's because my album's already out there, so I'm like, all right, well, it's already out there. Right. Content. But, like, no, I get the same way.
3: Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. When I think of myself shooting an hour special, I think of myself doing, like, characters in between, because I'm like, I don't want to put all of that stand-up out there. Yeah. Well, also, I
2: watch a lot of hour specials, and, like, from uh, incredible comedians, and it's Boring. It's never as it's never as good. It's boring after 30 minutes on TV as it is live. And it's it's, like it can be great comedy. And I'm just like, I don't I don't want that to be my legacy. There's a part of me that I don't know what my plan is. I'm sorry, I made it about me.
3: No, make it all about it's your podcast.
2: It's all about me. I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast. I I don't think I want to shoot a special because of how bad they all look. And I don't want that to be the thing that people go like wow isn't she great that's the best she does and it's like no it's not it's like I, so w- I want to find a way to be like no you can only see me live
3: well <laughs> even my favorite comedians that I, I watch their hour specials and I'm like loving it the first 20 minutes like 20 minutes and then it's like 25 minutes and I'm like oh, lol and then 30 minutes you're like I got to like I can't last a full hour. I think that's also
2: just the culture shift in attention spans too is that like it's harder to keep people engaged with just and you're just standing there. That's why it's I, hard. I, I, it's hard. I
3: wouldn't want to do a full hour of like straight stand up. I would do.
2: I will do something. it for ten million dollars. Netflix.
3: Anybody? <laughs> Hello.
2: You want to do like characters and have you ever watched Whoopi Goldberg special? No. She's got an old special where she does characters. You should watch it. An HBO special.
3: I wouldn't want to do all characters. That's. Not I know, a, but a just
2: nightmare. as a. It's been done. Like that's do been done. So like you know, for creative inspiration.
3: Yeah, I think I would want to break it up and do like half and half.
2: Yeah. There's so many different ways you could take it now. And I think we're starting to go toward kind of more unique premises or like unique takes on what the classic hour special was. So
3: everyone is getting an hour special. And so it's like... After a while, the general public is going to be like, I can't watch another one of these people stand in front of a microphone.
2: And be like, man, my wife.
3: Like, it's, yeah, I mean, I feel like you reach yep. a point where you want to see variety, or?
2: I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think it takes a very strong person to keep people engaged for an hour. And it, I I would say it's immensely easier to do in li- live in person. Partly because they lock you in, they trap you. No, but like.
3: And They laugh. T- the audience laughs too much, like because everyone knows. That everyone in the crowd knows they're being filmed,
2: and they're like, "Ha ha 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 not that funny? Like, all right, that's not even the punchline. Relax. <laughs> is there a camera on me? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, you son of a bitch. You ruined my ruined system. No, it's. I love that. That's great. Uh, what's so? So you're definitely never going on Love Is Blind. Someone wanted to ask, would you ever do Love Is Blind?
3: Um, uh, maybe. I don't know that's hard
2: what's your okay so you're focusing in on stuff it's Dana time and I know you got to get the fuck out of here I'm oh my god I've held you too long uh it's your fault uh okay I was 10 minutes late (laughs) really quick and we'll wrap up on this big picture like what are you focusing on now if you are focusing your energy on certain directions
3: was that really a question or is that your that's just
2: me saying things um okay wait I'm
3: like, nobody asked that question. Nobody cares. No, it's my
2: question. But be- OK, so best case scenario, everything people go like, oh, my God, it could all go wrong. Everything goes right. Five years from now. What what does your life look like?
3: Um, I have my own modern day Carol Burnett sketch show. Wow. And then I parlay that into TV and film. And I kind of set myself up to go like the director route.
2: You want to direct
3: in my 40s? I want to direct.
2: When she finally gets into her forties,
3: which is a very long time from now, which is
2: definitely not five years from now. If that's what you were thinking when I asked her five years from now, um, oh, where does the in
3: time? Five years go? from now, I'm still in my thirties.
2: And five years from now, I'm not even in my thirties yet. I'm fifteen. I just smoke <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> all right. <I'm> where
3: fifteen? <laughs> I just smoke a lot. <laughs> we make a video over that.
2: Yes, <laughs> we can. Let's make more videos. Let's have fun. Let's do sketches. I've got wigs too, you know.
3: I'm 15. I just <laughs> smoke a lot. I look terrible. Okay, wait. We have to parlay that into a video after we're done with those.
2: We are. But into the microphone, where can people find you? At Shane Jansen, obviously. But where else? Do not come at me, internet. I swear to fucking God.
3: When we were on a- last week you were like hey Shane. <laughs> Wait,
2: i don't even know what i said
3: when i was walking up to Jess's place and she was like is that Shane jensen <laughs> why did it make me laugh
2: <laughs> because it's just dumb and dumb stuff it's sometimes it's laughed it's fun to laugh at really dumb shit the still sometimes people try to be so like sometimes stand-ups try to be so like Oh, I'm going to change the system. I'm going to b- blow their minds with this perspective nobody's ever said out loud or thought. And it's like, yeah, or sometimes you just fart into the microphone and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> that hasn't ever happened to me, but I okay, keep trying.
3: i um, Dana Moon on Instagram, and then my TikTok is Dana Mooner. And then that's it. Where can people follow Diane? Oh, my God, D- Dirty Diane Parties. And on I- TikTok on tiktok yeah i need to
2: start updating her shit i fell off but yeah you should have her come out of uh, (laughs) a. never mind it's too dark have her come out of an overdose yeah i i blew the lid off a little too hard i've been in the icu for a couple months no that's actually perfect that's not (laughs) coming from a hospital bed oh but when i get out of (laughs) here you snuck a bottle of vodka into a into the icu i need to tell you about my pilot
3: okay after this well i wrote it but i need to rewrite it
2: oh my god the la the universe pilots who are we who is she go follow dana thank you for listening uh yeah we love you bye idiots bye well there you have it dana moon all the details men in her dms giant crazy cunts in her dms dm dana moon uh, go follow her. Go check out Dirty Diane parties on TikTok. She's fucking hilarious. Keep an eye on her Instagram for more characters and impressions and more exciting stuff. And uh, never let the man hold you down. You know what I mean? If you like the podcast, subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes. Share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. We got uh, we got some great guests coming up for you. We got Laura Bites, Steph Tolov. I got a lot more of the the growth, the business, the development, the personal uh, self-love people that you love. Uh, so we got some hilarious ladies. We got some hot topic business ladies and you know what? Maybe we'll have some men at some point, but for now it's badass bitch month and week and double month. I don't know what the fuck it is. What are any of us doing? And by any of us, I mean me, what am I doing over here? I don't know. I just want to have conversations with people I can get curious with and, and continue that momentum. So thanks for sticking through. The, uh, the pause with me, the gap, uh, and listen, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for anyone who has a similar identity. There's one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. So Dana Moon is not speaking on behalf of other large, flat feeted women who are incredible at impressions. She's just speaking on her existence and doing her best, as we all are. You got additional questions for Dana, or me, or you want another guest? holler at me. Uh, there's a Facebook group. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. That's a good way to suggest them, uh, or, or, you know, tweet them at me, whatever. I just want to know who you guys want to hear about. doesn't have to be a person by the way, like a specific person. If you're like, Oh, I would love to hear from, a a gay Muslim or whatever. If that's, I, then I'll you, you say that you're like, what what's that like? How they, what's going on there? I don't know why that would be your thing, but that was a random, you know, I was like, what's the most absurd thing I can say? Certainly not that. Uh, hit me up. Holler at me. Uh, keep giving suggestions. Keep asking questions because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and a review if you have, haven't already. Uh, Check out patreon.com slash JMS comedy. If you're trying to get into comedy or level up your next creative endeavor, I am here to help you out. And as always, thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward.